Okay, welcome everybody to To The Ring Podcast, episode 29, Puff, player 29. You got a, you got a number there for me? Felix Potvin. Oh. Felix the cat, the cat, one of my... Yeah. Yeah, the cat. One of my favorite all-time uh, Leafs. Where is he now, I wonder? I think he's around. Like, he's... I've seen him around. Like, he's does some media stuff, I think. Oh, yeah? Uh, I think he, I think he might have been just at that, that age where he probably made enough money that he could just have a nice life. Yeah. He was a... He was, he was the, a the guys who are a bit older than that sometimes need some stuff. Oh, right. And he, he was, was like... He was great. Yeah. 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 Uh, all right. Well, listen, we've got a great episode today. Today, we're going back to our interview series. Yes. Yes. Um, so today we have three players from the AA U12 Mississauga Beast coming on. Ty, Nico, and Dylan. So um, um, and it'll be ter- they play on a terrific team. They're a terrific team. That team's been a juggernaut uh, since they joined the GTHL a couple of years ago. So, um yeah, great team and the great great kids as you'll see. Yeah, well, they um yeah, they've won two GTHL um like playoff championships, city play championship 21, 22 and the 22, 23 season. And they've also won the GTHL West Pro Hockey Life Championships in 21, 22 and 22, 23. So, they are a bit of a, a dynasty already, aren't they? Is that what you would call them? Yeah, I mean, my uh my younger guy Austin's team were in the East Division at the same age and level, and yeah. uh, so I've known about their team for a couple of years. And, and uh, we've never played them; we've never come across them in tournaments. We've played most of the teams in the top ten in the rankings, but we haven't yeah. played them yet. So, um, but I've heard but they're very good. Can you riddle me this? Why does is there not like East playing West teams in regular? Like I understand there's regular season, so you play yeah. you know all the teams in the East, but even you know, a couple games from teams that like mix it up a bit. Why don't, why wouldn't the G do that? Do you know why they don't do that? Uh, I think that a lot of it is travel. Part of, part of the thing is that parents don't want to be driving across the city if they don't have to. I know at AAA they sort of do have to, but I think that is probably the main consideration, especially at the younger ages, because uh, 610 starts when you're going across the city is a tough ask on a weekday for a lot of families. But I do think that they should um, they should maybe built into the schedule. Maybe it's a weekend in November or January where uh, you know they maybe have uh, you play each each team in the East plays one team in the West and it's all yeah. at Scotia Pond and yeah. and I think that'd be fun because it is always exciting to play those teams that yeah. um, are playing on the other side of the city. Agreed. Uh, I agree. Maybe we'll put in the suggestion box for the GTHL. What do you think? Mr. Oakman. Or if they're listening. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Awesome. Well, without any further ado, let's get back to it. Let's jump to our interview with the 2012 AA Mississauga Beast. We're joined by Ty, Nico, and Dylan. Great interview. Let's head on over to that. Welcome, everybody, to To The Rink Podcast. We have a great interview lined up today. So welcome, listeners, to another exciting episode. Today, we have the pleasure of introducing you to some truly remarkable guests from the 2012 AA Mississauga Beast Hockey Team. Joining us today are Ty Wakelin, Nico Madrano, and Dylan Bajwa, alongside Puffy and myself to ask them some great questions. 
These individuals embody the spirit of teamwork, dedication, and passion to the game, and under the expert guidance of their coaches who are unable to be here tonight but will be listening. Don't forget that, kids, that they've achieved incredible success, including two-time winners of the GTHL West Pro Hockey Life Cup, uh, Cup champions. So throughout the episode, we're going to hear about their experiences, their insights, and great moments on and off the ice. So get ready for an engaging conversation with the crew from the Mississauga Beast. So to start off, why don't we go around the room today and each of you can introduce yourself, say your name, position you play on the Beast, uh, your number, and maybe something interesting that you want to share or your favorite hockey player. So Ty, let's start with you. Um, I'm number 11. I play right wing, and my favorite player is Connor McDavid. Nice. Nice, nice. Uh, Connor McDavid's a great one. That's a good choice. All right, Dylan, you're up next. Um, my name is Dylan. I'm number 13. I'm a right winger like Ty, and I like Connor McDavid. All right, almost the same. Or it's like when Puffy and I go out to McDonald's, we both order Big Macs. It was almost the same order right there for the <laughs> two of you. All right, so Nico, you're up next. Uh, my name is Nico Madrano. Uh, I'm a defenseman. My number is 21, and my favorite player is Kale McCarr. Nice. Good stuff. Well, thanks so much for joining us. So the Mississauga Beast, uh, I don't know if you guys know this. I'm from Mississauga, too. What's your home rink? Where, what would be your home rink there? Uh, Paramount. Paramount. Okay, yeah, very nice, very nice. So I'm also from Mississauga, so I'm really rooting for you guys. But you, Mississauga Beast only started in 2018, from what I understand. Do you guys know if that's true? Yes. Uh, but it's been a great hockey club for, for you guys. You really enjoy the Beast? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes, I really enjoy it. Okay, so this first question I'm going to throw over to Ty. Ty, um, if you could create a signature move on the ice, what would it be called and how would you execute it? Well, if I were to create a special signature move, I would probably call it the Wakeland Special because Wakeland's my last name. The way I would, de- <laughs> the way, the way I would develop it is I would probably beat the D wide with my speed, and then I would probably make a move on the goalie. Love it. Nice. Love it. That's awesome. Okay, Nico, uh, if you could invite any NHL player to join the Beast for a practice session, who would it be and why? Um, if I would invite a hockey, well, an NHL player to our practice, I'd probably pick Connor Bedard. Um, he's he's definitely a prospect. Uh, he's five ten when most players in the NHL are six foot six one. Um, he has incredible balance and he's really strong. Uh, he has great skating skills that will that can really I don't know help the team. Uh, I think he's a ex- uh, great example uh, to forwards in the on our team and in the G. Also, um, he has an example of strong mind and skills, which would definitely help our team. Awesome! Yeah, I think uh, yeah, I think they would definitely help the team. That's a good answer. And he can there. shoot it. He can. <laughs> I've seen him. Um, okay, great, great answer so far. You guys are doing awesome. So, Dylan, you're up next, pal. And so as a player of the 2012 Mississauga Beast, uh, what is the funniest moment that you've experienced with your teammates either on or off the ice? Do you have any good funny moments you can share with everybody? Um, yeah, I have pretty good funny. I have one pretty funny moment. 
is when we in the, this happens in the dressing room I, the entire team goes up against this one player on my team because he thinks Connor McDavid's the best but all of us like the Leafs so then we go up against him and start saying Oilers are not that great he always tries to defend himself <laughs> now is this well, tire or uh, who also enjoyed Connor McDavid at the beginning of the of the interview, I believe, right? Oh, yes. I'm, a, I'm a Connor McDavid fan, but I root for the Leafs. You root for the Leafs. Awesome. Okay, got it. Leafs fan. Good job, guys. Me too. Awesome. Me too. Leafs well, and Mississauga Beast fan, obviously. Yeah. Definitely, yeah. We play for it. So. Uh, okay, for Ty, what's your go-to pregame ritual that you uh, that brings good luck to you and the team? Well, before a game, I would prefer to, like, be relaxed, be in a good mood, and just, like, talk with my teammates. Whenever I get on the ice, I usually do a quick lap or two, and then I stop by the bench and do a 20-second stretch, just, like, stretch my legs out, get ready for the game. And, yeah, that's it. Awesome. Okay. Good. So you guys are, you know, it's crunch time. We're running into playoffs here, right? Team, you know, we've got a big couple weeks ahead in front of us or months. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Good. So this one's for all of you. I'm going to go one by one here. And really, as you're thinking about the playoffs, if you're thinking about the year you've just had, you're thinking about your teammates, you're thinking about your coach. If you're going to describe your team's playing in a couple words, three words, two words, whatever, what do you think that describing your team play would be like going into the playoffs? Ty, I'm going to start with you just because we keep starting with you, but you're the first one on the left side of the screen for us. So, Ty, you go ahead. I'd say the first one is definitely passing. I feel like the Beast, we're such a great passing team. We just know how to move the puck. We know when to move the puck. The second one I'd say is speed. We're a very fast team. And with passing and speed, like, it just makes a, a team like really good. And for the last one, I'd say probably like celebratory. Cause like we've won so many games, we've been through the good and bad. And I feel like we definitely know how to celebrate a win. Good. Hopefully not like shooting that puck at the Leaf game <laughs> on the open net that happened last week or the last couple of days here. But those are all good answers. Uh, Dylan, you're up next on mine. If you could describe your team's play in a couple words, how would you think that thinking about going into the playoffs and what your teammates have taught you this year and your coaches have taught you this year? Well, one of them is determination because we're always determined to win the game, get the puck. Everyone wants to score. So, and another thing is we like to move the puck. Like some of us would come to the coaches and say, you guys have like one of the best puck moving team in the, in the games that they've refed. And I think that's it. Perfect. That's totally fine. All right, Nico, you're you're batting up third here. Yeah. Um, if I would describe uh, the Mississauga Beast in a couple words, uh, definitely smart. Uh, our coaches have taught us structures and passing breakouts very like um, strong. So we're definitely a strong breakout team. Uh, very structured. Uh, we don't. Um, 
our coaches, you know, um, they're not, they teach us to not really be selfish and to like, um, they're like very, like they taught us in a very way so that like, it's not like you're toe dragging everybody. It's more like you're passing the puck, you know, you have your head up. And the last one would probably be simple. We're a very simple team. Um, breakouts again. Um, our coaches taught that taught us that really well. Um, you know, uh, he taught us like um, what your first option should be. So for me, it would probably be a D to D, or pass it up to the winger. Also, if they're already covering the winger, just you know keep your head up and look for the center and the. Um, yeah, and that's it. Great. Now, Puffy's Perfect. taking note. I don't know if you know this. If you, I don't know if their listeners heard us, but he's also a coach in the AA U12, and now you're spilling a bit of the beans to, yes. to Puffy here if you do meet in the playoffs, which is okay. If we do, if we do meet you in the city finals, it'll, it'll be big trouble, boys. We're going to have all your secrets. But, uh, no, well, I want to talk to you guys just about coming into the playoffs. Uh, your team and the Faustina Toros have been – neck and neck all year. Um, what's the thing's going to be the biggest challenge for your team getting, you know, past the team like that when it comes to the playoff time? We'll start with you, uh, Ty. Uh, I feel like uh, we're, our team has like so much speed and so much like passing skills, but I feel like definite, definitely physicality. I feel like that's just our weak area. Cause like some players, some forwards, including myself, we just like, we're just not as big, and it's just tougher to battle. And Faustina, they're they're a big team. They have some Are they big a big players. team? Okay. Uh, Dylan. Um. So one thing. So definitely, the the Faustina Toros goalie, really good player. Um. So everybody tries to just dipsy doodle around the entire team. But when it comes to the goalie, they have no one to take the rebounds. They're trying to go top shelf, but he has a really good glove. So we don't like to get – so we try our best to get as many pucks to the net as we can. But a lot of us try to go bar down or something. Nice, nice. And then you, Nico? Um, so a couple of challenging things for us against the Faustina Toros. Obviously, they're a really tough team to beat. Um. I think mostly it's our um, compete level. Sometimes when we come out there, it's like we're sleeping or like we kind of don't want to like move our feet. Um, a second thing is us burying our chances in front of the net. Sometimes I think we have great rebounds, but we can't really bury. Um, and thirdly, um, I think... The Faustina Toros are really strong in front of our net, so they're getting really good chances bearing in front of the net. I think, uh, including myself, uh, Miss Saga Beast could be a, maybe a little bit tougher in front of the net. But, yeah, nice. that's it. Awesome. Good answers. Yeah, that was good. good. Very insightful. I think you guys are up for a good battle as you guys head into the playoff. I'm excited to, to hear all about it over the coming weeks. I know if you listen to the pod, we do the rankings and we talk about a bunch of the teams and stuff. So I know Puffy's going to be making notes here on on keeping us updated about how you guys perform there. Um, but it sounds like you guys have a great team. You can really feel it in what you're answering, You know, your answers, your questions, you're feeding off each other. It's really great. So 
as young hockey players, what is the most exciting part about being on the Mississauga Beast? I'm going to throw this one to Nico. Uh, well, I think there are a couple really, really cool things about being on the Mississauga Beast. Um, our coaches, Nick Crawford and Nick D'Agostino, they both played in the NHL, which is really cool. Um, you know, some double-A teams don't have the um, coaching like our, like we do. So that's really cool. Secondly, um, we have amazing coaching, training, and example of hard work and determination. We have been so lucky to be champions of the following since U10, like Pro Hockey Life Cup champions and two times and two time GTHL city champions, which is really cool. Yeah. Really awesome. That's great. Um, this one's a question for all you guys. Um Outside of hockey, what's a hidden talent or hobby that people wouldn't know about you? Uh, we'll start with uh, Dylan. One of my hidden talents are that that no one pretty much knows about me is that I'm I'm a really good Lego builder, and right now nice. I'm actually working on one of my uh, spaceships. Very cool. So, so Dylan, do you buy like the the ones where it's like there's like instructions to build a certain thing or do you just buy like Lego and you make your own designs? Well, I do buy it in boxes, but sometimes Mm -hmm. I'll just with the tiny little scraps of the extra pieces I'll use and just build my own things. Awesome. How about you, Nico? Um, so something that my team doesn't really know about me um, I think time might know. Um, so, uh, I, my cool talent is that I really like singing, so I can sing. Oh, that's really cool. That's yeah. Great. What Are What kind just... of music do you like? Um, I usually like, um, like uh, <laughs> pop music or like awesome. stuff like that. So like my favorite artist would probably be like Bruno Mars. Oh, very nice. That's cool. Did you watch Usher yesterday at the halftime show? No, I was busy studying. Oh, good answer. Solid answer. <laughs> Hopefully answer. you recorded it or you can see it on YouTube because he did a fantastic job. Yeah, I recorded the Super Bowl. Good. Oh, nice. Good. And Ty, how about yourself? Well, I know for a fact that Nico's an awesome singer, but for me, I feel like it's public speaking. I've done many speeches for school and for just other reasons, and I feel like public speaking is like a great way to express yourself through good times and bad times. Solid. Yeah, well, it definitely comes through. I would say that's a, uh, that's a talent that you're showing here for sure, Ty, and all of you have actually been doing exceptionally well uh talking to puffy and i tonight here and uh, so we're really enjoying you having on it so another fun question for all three of you if the beast had a mascot that you could name and maybe change up what would you guys think the beast mascot would be uh and would it have a, a, a fitting name for it so we're gonna flip it over here why don't nico we'll start with you this time okay well <laughs> if the beast had a mascot i probably let's keep it simple and call it the beast um for me, beasts are when they're talented, hardworking, determined, and they have amazing dedication, and they want to win. Um, that is who we are as a team. Nice. Awesome. All right, Dylan, what about you? 
a mascot that I'd probably want would be like uh, one that would suit our dedication as a team, like on how we're 210 champions, on how we move the puck well, how we're a fast team. So. Nice. It's good. Love it. And Dylan, or and Ty? Yeah, and there's there's this really cool nickname on the team. We call him Flint Bomber. I feel like that would be a really cool name for the beast. We could call him the Bombing Beast. Uh, I feel oh, like that nice. would be really. I feel like that would be really unique. And Flint Bomber, he's a he's a really nice guy. He's a good hockey player, and he understands the game well. I like that name, Flint Bomber. He, he's also the Oilers fan. Oh, oh is he? Sadly, oh, Flint sadly. Bomber. Hey, well, listen, Flint Bomber. Bomber. Oilers are my. Second, maybe third favorite hockey team, probably second. Leafs, Edmonton, and then the Sabres for me. So the Sabres love it. I don't want to listen, Buffalo. Like it's just they're right there, right? Well, uh, so boys, speaking of NHL, I'm always curious with young hockey players these days with TikTok and Instagram. You can watch little clips of players. Do you guys actually watch full uh, hockey games, like NHL hockey games, or do you really watch highlight shows or get all the stuff off your phone? Uh, let's start with uh, Nico. Well, um, when I usually when I have the chance to, I would like to watch the full hockey game, but when I'm staying up, we either record it. Um, or I usually walk, go on YouTube or watch highlights of, mm. of the uh, goals and, like, the nice plays that they make. It's, like, uh, good for me to learn what the defensemen are doing because I'm a defenseman, so it's a good, like, learning moment. Perfect. Uh, Ty? Well, usually when I get the chance, I would like to watch a hockey game, but ever, ever so often... Um, a game would run late or I just wouldn't have the chance to watch the game. And sometimes you just watch highlights. I find that equally as interesting because you don't get to see the boring parts of the game. Perfect. Dylan, how about yourself? Um, I normally watch majority of the Leaf games, but okay. like if, if the game would be happening in Edmonton where they're a couple hours behind us, I'd watch at least two periods and I think it's a good learning moment because if you focus on the player that's playing your position, you can learn on what you need to do better or what you're doing good already. That's perfect. Good answer. Good answer. Okay. Well, gentlemen, you have been great guests. You are very well-spoken young men. Uh, your parents have done a great job. Your coaches have done a great job. I'm sure your teammates are really I'm proud to have you guys as teammates, uh, just like you are with them. Uh, and if you've listened to the podcast or watched us on YouTube or anything, you know we always end with sort of one last question, which is really around, um, maybe Nico will like this, bringing music to this podcast. And we always talk about what's your favorite pump-up song, what song gets you going, whether you're in the change room, before a game, getting hype, or even just in meditation before you go out there. So our last question to you is, you know, what's the, what's your pump up song? What's your theme song? What's uh, the song you use to get yourself ready for a hockey game, particularly maybe getting into playoffs here. So why don't Dylan, why don't we start with you? Um, one, there's this one song that gets me really pumped up for a game. It's 
it's the box by Roddy Rich. Oh, Roddy Rich, nice. The boxer, is that what it's called? The box. The box, okay, perfect. All right, um, Nico. Um, so before a game, I usually like to listen to um, 5% Tip by Travis Scott. Nice. I think that really gets me going. Okay. Nice. Uh, perfect. Uh, Ty, what about you? I, I definitely feel like nowadays there are so many great songs, but I feel like the song that I'm going to have to go with is the exact same one as Dylan, The Box by Roddy Rich. I feel like it just gets me pumped up and ready for a game. Nice. Awesome. Nice. Um, do you think these would be the songs your coach has picked? No. 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 no, it's never the case. It's never the case. No. They're the always like ACDC or like something like that. I must... Um, cool. Well, listen, we really appreciate you guys joining the pod. We really, it took a while to get a time slot where we could all make it work, but I'm glad we did on a night you didn't have hockey. You guys are, uh, heading into the playoffs. You've got a lot of good hockey in front of you at the beginning of the season. So really appreciate you guys coming on to the rink podcast. Thank you so much. Thanks for having us. Thanks for having us. Thank you. Okay. No problem. Boys. Good luck. Good luck good in the playoffs. Hopefully we see you in the city finals. Yeah. 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 Definitely. For sure. Wow. Uh, Impressive young man. I know when I was their age, I certainly wasn't wasn't as eloquent as those three guys. And you can see that they're uh, they're uh, part of a real strong team because they're well spoken. They talk well about each other and their teammates, and uh, and uh, they have definitely been successful. Yeah. I mean, if we're being honest with each other, we said we wanted to interview some kids. This is really our first interview with some kids. We didn't really know how it was going to go. We didn't know how they would do in front of, you know, a mic and, you know, you know, we filmed this, but they did fantastic. They are very well-spoken young men, uh, great coaches, great parents over there. And yeah, I'm really looking forward to see how they do this year. So that was a really good interview. So I look forward to doing some more of those with current players in the G. Um, so yeah, so all the best to the Mississauga beast as, as they go into the playoffs here against, I guess, Puffy, the Festino Toros, which is going to be the rival. Yeah. Toros are going to be a tough one for them. It's going to yeah. be, uh, I hope it ends up them, uh, those two teams playing in the West final. Cause that'll be a great series. Yeah, that would be very good. So also at the beginning of the episode there, we just talked about Felix Potman. And I said, where is he? What's he doing now? And, and pro- producer staff has filled us in with some great information. So he currently lives with his family, wife, three children in uh, Magog, Quebec. Is that how you say it? Magog, Quebec, where he's the head coach of the midget triple A. Well, I don't, you can't say that anymore. Can you? What is, uh, what is no, you, what, 60, so, uh, you without midget? saying the word, Oh, sorry. what is that? It would probably be you 17. U17. So he's a, the head coach of the U17 AAA uh, can, uh, Cantoners, Containers, who placed second at the both the 2018 and 2019 TELUS Cup. So he's a coach, AAA oh, nice. coach. Yeah. Good for him. In Quebec. Is he from Quebec? Is yes. Harvard? Yes. He's oh, I didn't know that. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, good. So anyway, there you go. He's Pretty in much Quebec. Every good goalie from the 1980s and 90s was from Quebec. Oh, really? Does seem to have slowed down though. The pipeline coming out of Quebec hasn't Grant exactly Fuhr? been flowing. No, he was from. I think he's from Alberta. Oh really? Yeah. But, see, I always liked him only because he was the only other Grant I knew growing up. I didn't know any other Grants. Nice. Yeah. Grant so Show always, from Melrose Place. That's true. That's true. I guess, but probably the um, coolest Grant. Well, second. 
Well, I mean, <laughs> second coolest, second coolest. All right. Well, Puff, those guys, if you, uh, they finished with their songs. So as we yes. do, we should finish with our songs of the week. Um, and when we do interview episodes, we always get to two songs a week. So why don't we go with your song of the week here, Puff? Do you have one for everybody? Um, my song, uh, watch the Super Bowl last night. Um, Usher, uh, was all right. Thought he was pretty good. I thought he nailed it, actually. You did? I thought he crushed See, it. I, I wasn't I going in it... with high expectations, and, and he totally surpassed them for me. Really? Um, I didn't, I didn't see that. I, I thought he was pretty good. Um, but when turned down for what, a little John popped out of the crowd. Yeah. I was, I was like, that is why this whole thing should happen. Ludacris also killed his part. Um, but that, that's, like that song used to get me fired up when it came out. Uh, in the clubs before a game, I could see that being a big banger. So that was yeah. that's my song of the week. Yeah, good one. That, I mean, it's an obvious choice for this week with the Super Bowl. I agree. I don't if I don't if they didn't do that part, I think I would have given Usher a lower grade. But because that came in at the end, and it was just so they crushed it. They crushed it at the they end. They did, yeah. Chris and, and Lil John. So. Well, for me, I'm feeling a little bit, uh, if you recall, a couple weeks ago, uh, I got a little bit of punk rock in me. I really like punk rock a lot. So yeah. I'm going to go back with one of my punk rock songs, uh, Disconnected, an old song from uh, the late 90s by a band called Face to Face. This is a song that when I was younger it, and did sports that would, in high school that got us all pumped up. So I thought I'd bring it back in, Disconnected by Face to Face. Many people probably don't know that one, but give it a listen. They're really great. One of my favorite bands of all time. So there you awesome. go. That's my song of the week. Nice. All right. Well, listen, uh, we've said it all. We had a great interview uh, with the boys from the Mississauga Beast. And, uh, yeah, we're wishing them all the best as they go into the playoffs. So uh, thanks, everyone, for listening. You can follow us on Spotify, Apple. Follow us on YouTube and Instagram. We really appreciate it. Like, review. Uh, Puffy, anything for everybody, anybody else this week? Uh, no. I mean, we got lots more uh, interviews coming up. It seems we got some coming down the pipeline, so it should be uh, a fun final few months of the season. Yeah, for sure. We'll be back with the rankings later this week. So thanks, everyone, for listening. We'll talk to you soon. Um, and, yeah, have a great week. Bye.